0: I don't need I don't him know. to look to tell me that I have a tight circumcision. Well, I've maybe seen... there's something they could do. They could loosen it
1: up. They can. There is surgery. Well, maybe there's something simpler. I don't know. Something maybe simpler? You could, get, you what, could like Botox w- it, maybe. Putting, putting lotion on it every day? No, Botox, man. You just, just get that skin a little loosened up. Oh, I don't know.
0: Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to talk about so-called Date Me websites, the male impetus to thrust, masturbation cleanup, cowgirl orgasms, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. And Mike, I've been meaning to bring up a uh, sort of dating strategy topic with you for a while, and now seems like a good time. So I've been seeing on profiles for a long time this thing where women will say, Uh, In-person is greater than texting or not looking for a pen pal. And I've always wondered why they're saying that. (laughs) And I think what's going on there is... Yeah, so men sort of indiscriminately swipe because getting a match is really unusual. And they don't have a whole lot of time to consider each person they're looking at. And so I think men often match with women that they would uh, uh, in 500 milliseconds say yes to, but in 5,000 milliseconds, so we're now at five seconds, would say no to. So they match and then they see their profile and they're like, oh, I didn't
1: notice that, you know, I don't know. They're transgender, you mean.
0: Well, that happens to me more than I would like, or they're overweight or... They have some, some sort of disfigurement, um, got it, or, or whatever it may be. Um, and so, what 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 what's happening to some of these women is they are having the experience where they match with men, and then they have, you know, a short conversation with them or a conversation that sort of goes nowhere, and they're sort of confused. They they're like, "Why is this person texting me so much but not asking me out?" And what's going on is. Yeah, they just sort of feel badly, but they don't want to unmatch with them or whatever. I think that's what's going on there.
1: I think, yeah, that's an interesting theory. The, the, my, <clears throat> my guess was more a guy who uh, is basically just trying to beat off while chatting. I mean, I, I, so I'm just making an analogy in my mind oh, between this and yeah. camp girls who complain about the so-called grays, which is guys that have not put any money in their tokens in their account. Yeah. And so they just sit there and watch, and like they always want the cam girl to chat with them, and they like, you know, well they they don't want to because they don't get any money out of it. But then they then they wonder out loud on Reddit, why are these guys doing that? And then the answer is typically, well, because they just want any attention. And so I just imagine it's a guy who's yeah unattractive. And you hear about this on
0: Seeking, where you know a seemingly eligible. Uh, Sugar daddy will chat incessantly, and then maybe even arrange to meet up, but then they they flake at the end, and that's because the pictures they were using probably aren't even them. They never had any intention of meeting; they just wanted to right. talk to a pretty girl. And I think that even happens on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Like people will will create profiles with fake photos and a fake backstory and fake profile, and then chat with women, and then just give them the fade yeah. because they, yeah, they, they can't meet in person because they're actually a 58-year-old who lives in their mom's basement.
1: Yeah. We were talking last week and about men who comment on porn, like re- leave comments on porns on Pornhub and like who yeah. would do that. Yeah, uh, This week, I had an, a negative experience where I live in the part of the Bay Area where this happens a lot, where somebody broke the window to my car and took my phone. Ooh, brutal. Now, interestingly- uh, Why was your phone th- in the car? I went for a run and I had it like yeah. sort of stashed in the car and they managed to find it.
0: Should have um, done better, but yeah.
1: There you have it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it wasn't visible. But anyway, sure. they, uh, they, I actually got it back. I don't understand why, but like what? these people got nothing. Everything they got, you know, cause the, all the devices now have these locators and you can find them. And I actually managed to do the scavenger hunt. I wasted a lot of my time. The phone, like it was my phone. This isn't that interesting, but I had a, a few different things. My wallet actually has. A yeah, I don't care about any too, of that. So yeah. you you, you use the locator and you found the criminal. No, I just found the stuff. They just thrown it out of the car window or something. I don't why know why would they not. Resell the phone or keep the wallet? Or maybe they took their credit cards out of it? It completely beats me. They took their credit cards, but I just canceled them and they didn't charge anything. And even if they did, I wouldn't have to pay. Although maybe they'd get the money, but they didn't actually, as far as I know.
0: Is there not a market where you can, or
1: or like a fence where you can sell cell phones? I believe there is. And in fact, I was told by a friend that they had a phone stolen and it came online very briefly in China somewhere and then disappeared forever. And so I think that... Yeah. So I, I actually... I've sort of shame on them. But anyway, here's, this is a more interesting story for the podcast. Uh, As I was dealing with this, before I started the scavenger hunt, before my devices started phoning home, I was on Amazon like, okay, God, I'm going to have to replace all my stuff. Fine. And so as you do, I was like, "Ah, maybe I should buy one of these machines that beats me off just to make my day better. So I started researching uh, these beat off machines. And (laughs) there are, just like the guys who comment on porn, there are these people who write incredibly, detailed oh, feedback no. and reviews on these beat-off machines, right? And, like, the machines are kind of, I mean, it's not just a flashlight. These are things that appear to have some motor in them, and they mechanically beat you off with a flashlight, right? Uh, and, you know, like, on the order of $50. But if you look for, like, the one, two, and three three stars reviews, particularly like a three-star review, right? This is a guy who's, like, has a lot of experience. He's thinking he's able to, he's <laughs> able to speak very intelligently Like why, why yeah. this is sort of a, uh, the the kids would say a mid, it's mid. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he yeah yeah in the, in the reviews and I was reading them and I was thinking like yeah and I know I think it's the same guy it's the same kind of guy we, you're dealing with a guy who he's not gonna get any sex with a woman he's no. he's he's fat or something's wrong with him he's I don't know he lives in his parents basement whatever yeah there's a lot of people like that yeah and yeah and so he's just he, and, and yeah and of course the reviews are things like oh you know I I I only had it for two weeks and I and it broke. And you're like, man, I, he probably <laughs> used it for two weeks straight. Yeah. Um, the motor the motor got burnt out. So I imagine I imagine it's sort of the same thing. It's like you're just seeing little, I mean, sort of You're in some ways you're seeing like the glimmers of a, a glimmer is the wrong word, but of a crisis here. Like you have, maybe it's always been like this, but you have mm. these men who are just, th- their sex life is over. And I don't know how old they are, but like. Yeah. Yeah. This they're not they're unhappy people and they're they're not finding <laughs> partners. Um and this is yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things I talk about on the podcast in relation to this. There's the, the TikTok account that I follow or I see sometimes uh Ho something, Ho math, H O E underscore math, mm-hmm. where this guy talks about it's basically the thing where women are all going after the most attractive guys, blah 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 blah. And I think yeah. there's, there's a whole bunch of things that are basically taking a percentage of the dating of men out of the dating pool. And I think these are symptoms of that. That would that would be my take.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a crisis where young people are dating less and having sex less, drinking less too, apparently, but doing other drugs potentially. Um, Can you take as an assignment to f- find one of these reviews that you think is particularly eloquent? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote just, it <laughs> I will. The, I mean, the key is they're just very detailed. And, 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 and I would say these people are decent writers. And through the page, through the website, I feel frustration emanating from their words, which is impressive. Like, yeah. So these are people you can tell; like they got this thing, they had high hopes for it, yeah. and and, the, and their cock was in there, and they were <laughs> they just, yeah, just yeah. didn't get them off. Yeah, and and so th- th- this is their life, like. And you wonder, I mean, are there these people that just and, oh, and this like some of them will say things like, "Hey, I have this other one, and this other one, and this other one, and this one's like you know in between." And you say, "Well, how many of these fucking things? Like, what what does your bedroom look like?"
0: You right. Know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. One shudders to think. Um, <laughs> okay. I two other pieces of patter. Um, how do women try on swimsuits?
1: Oh, yeah. So I know this. Uh, they leave the little. Um, uh, there's like a, there's a piece of paper that's kind of glued to the crotch of the swimsuit when you go oh. to the store, and they leave it on there when they try it on. And oh, sorry. they also wear underwear, I think. I mean, let's say they don't wear underwear.
0: I don't and think they, that's typical. They, they leave a little discharge snail trail on this like paper thing. I mean if it's, bigger if it's concern, a circular swimsuit and it's been tried
1: on six right. times, does the paper get, you know, sort of kneely or what happens? Yeah, the bigger concern for the woman is going to be the thing transferring to her, not from her. Right. So well, either so, way, yeah. Yeah, wearing I mean, underwear would the be. A,
0: one has to happen before the other, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean there's some so there yeah, there's a I mean This could happen to a man too if you were trying on a swimsuit, right? I mean, depending on how tight it is, you could have some kind of grossness. I'm a medium
0: and everything, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: Yeah, I guess that is kind of gross. But I would probably just leave my boxers on. Yeah. So that's,
1: and and for a woman, that's actually even easier because they're typically wear underwear that's form fitting. Yeah, but don't
0: they want to see like, you know, how the revealing nature of the swimsuit, 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 yeah. You know, looks against their their
1: body or something. I don't know. I mean there are other things you can do. I mean you could, they could wear like a, a pad over there. you
0: know they could Sure. Don't they have their, to take the bathroom selfie to show to everybody? Is <laughs> that a thing? Or the changing room selfie. Yeah, you see Photos of people trying on stuff all the time.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Uh well I mean I've seen that in porn, but that's different. They're not they're sort of in there with a bunch of no, clothes, but then I, fuck.
0: It's pretty common to see
1: even on like dating
0: app profiles. Like somebody will be in a what is what is it called? It the changing room isn't the right word. What is a room where you like try on clothes?
1: Changing, changing room is like
0: room. the low brow name for it. There's like a more high end
1: name. What a cabana or something? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. All right, let's move on. Okay, the last thing I had was uh, I talked to my brother in law, and he wanted me to tell you that Uh-oh. hyperventilating does not increase the oxygen in your blood. Uh, the oxygen in your blood is generally like ninety-seven to one hundred percent for most people, even when breathing. Like w- whenever, just like passively breathing at sea level, right? It pulls, what, it, it lowers your CO two. Correct.
1: Yeah, correct. that's fine. So it sure sure
0: it lowers your um,
1: sensation of needing to breathe. That's not totally. I mean,
0: we went through a big thing on this. You can look on Wikipedia. That is exactly what happens. So hyperventilating is a little bit dangerous because it lowers your the CO2, which does build back up once you start holding your breath, but, uh, it's starting from a lower point, And so your urge to breathe is lessened.
1: Okay. But what is the, what is sort of the physiological explanation then for, okay. So I understand that if you hyperventilate, you could then hold your breath and have some symptoms because you're able to hold your breath longer because this, the CO2 Correct. reflex right. takes longer to kick in. Right. But for this, uh, and, uh, Interoceptive, whatever it is, the therapy where you basically try to bring on symptoms, you get it during interoceptive during, in, during the hyperventilation. So if you hyperventilate for like two minutes, I encourage, well, with the consent of their doctor, but have you ever tried this, Keith?
0: I don't know, but this is not very interesting content.
1: So unless you have okay. something to say quickly. Okay. I would just run. say that something happens while you're, while you're hyperventilating. And if he's saying, oh, well, the oxygen levels don't change, then I would say, well, what's why does something happen? Maybe it triggers something because this oxygen... Oh, you mean during orgasm? No, during hyperventilation. If you hyperventilate for two minutes, try it. Uh You will have a weird psychological experience. And it's not when you hold your breath afterward. It's while you're hyperventilating. Oh, I'm not sure. I've never tried. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, for listeners for whom this is their first episode, we had a lengthy discussion about autoerotic asphyxiation on our last episode and the topic of hyperventilation came up. So it was just putting a, a little scientific uh, explanation
1: onto that. Um, okay. You have a porn for us, I think. Yeah, this is, um, <clears throat> this is a porn. I, I mentioned this, I think two weeks ago or something like that. Ooh, I turned it on by accident too soon. Mm. Uh, okay. So this <laughs> is a couple who it's called, they're they're called the lustful lovers. Uh, and I was made aware of this couple, uh, from a subreddit that I follow called chick flicks, which is a subreddit that s- is women suggesting porns to other women. So it's typically going to be women who find a porn where the characters are, you know, people that women would find attractive sure, uh, and so forth. So it's going to be like more romantic, uh, maybe women that don't look underage, et cetera. Um, and so, uh, the, um, the thing, though, I wanted to do is to sort of complain about this porn. And 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 I think that, I wanted to preface this by saying, I think that, uh, look, porn is a really important part of most men's lives, whether they admit it or not. It's an uh, important part of mine, yeah. Right. And so this is this thing that's kind of hidden. I mean, I mean, when men are in relationships with women, they often get to hear about all the different things that are kind of idiosyncratic to the woman, things the man's not interested in maybe. Whatever sort of stereotypical things you can think of. But it doesn't really go the other way when it's to do with porn. So you don't really get to talk about like, hey, I've seen this set of porns lately (laughs) that have been really chapping my hide. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think that's a function this podcast can fill is to encourage people to have these conversations with their partner uh, Mm. so they know what's going on in their porn life. Yeah. And so this is one, yeah, where there's like a thing and we talked about it a little bit, but I thought this was a good example. And basically, the concern I have is that he this the man in this sort of romantic sex scene, they have a bunch of them on Pornhub really wants his partner, his female partner to orgasm. She obviously does not, in my view. And then also, I would say that, like, the 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 way they talk between them, I just don't like it very much. It detracts from my experience. And okay. you could say, "Well, who cares?" But it's like, look, this is an important part of men's lives—is what happens in porn. So the fact that I don't like what happens in a porn, I think, actually does kind of matter. These people <laughs> okay. should care. Okay, I'm um, representative of a certain segment of men, and I'm curious if you feel differently. Yeah. differently than what that this is, and how that I feel about it. Maybe, yeah, maybe what you'll you'll see and hear, you'll okay. be like, and we, see, we can I play see, the see. audio from it on the podcast. Maybe you'll say, "Hey, this is exactly what sex okay. is like for me." okay all right and how much audio do we have here about 45 seconds or so something like that all right let's let's hear it all right so i'm starting it uh and i can put the link to this in the show notes i'm starting at 14 minutes and 45 seconds into it and i'll hold my phone up to the uh the microphone and we'll listen ready okay yep okay
0: drum roll your pussy once you come once you come mm. no, oh yeah right
1: yeah okay <laughs> oh Hang on a sec. He, okay, he's, he's, he's getting there, right?
0: Mm-hmm. No, she's I'm not. not.
1: It's been a long time to fill the little pussy. Mm-hmm. She's gonna bleed it.
0: I'm mm. i come. Oh, oh, I'm
1: coming. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Bear with me for one more second, though. Oh my gosh. You don't like this part? Oh, it you out? Oh my gosh. Oh, I love
0: you. Back. Oh. I want to see all,
1: the cum. all right. Okay. Then he says, "Let's see all the come." And I don't want. Nobody wants that part. Okay. So, so <laughs> some you think, must because so, this happened.
0: That happens in so many porns where they get get all up in the zoom in real close to the vaginal opening and the watch the I semen know. drip out. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, somebody mice. This is the thing. Like, so it's like okay, we have this interesting preference dichotomy yeah, between who do like people like and they do? Yeah. But okay, so th- let's take the last part here, the part where he's repeatedly kind of whimpering how much he loves her. Mm-hmm. that's not common in porn. And I have to say, I really dislike it. And I don't, it's upsetting <laughs> to me. Do you agree hmm. or disagree? Do you do this? No. No. Okay, good. No. <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: I haven't had a long-term partner for over a year now anyway, so...
1: But um, you wouldn't, you would or wouldn't anyway. Is it possible this could happen in your life? I definitely it, wouldn't in a short term
0: relationship. Okay. That would be insane. Okay. Um, but
1: it's not like off the radar. It's not like, off, it's not impossible for you to imagine in a long term relationship acting like that. I can that imagine a
0: certain kind of like
1: intimate sexual encounter with somebody that I've been
0: seeing for a long time. Really? I don't know. So I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I know, like, I know you can't. It really bothers me. <laughs> you're, you're very uh, intimacy averse. Uh, and the thing
1: about this is, even if I'm sort of in the plateau stage of masturbating, and so like I'm kind of insulated from disgust, Yeah, I can't tolerate that. Like this sort of like, yeah, this over, I don't know, he's just, just this over affection or whatever really bothers me. I think the women on chick flicks like it. So maybe women appeal something. I'm not even sure if that's true. Like, if this is a thing they would like.
0: I don't know why that was recommended to Chick Flicks. The, the thing that I didn't like about that is... Yeah, like, he's basically asking her to For orgasm sure. on command. And you know, and, and then, then they, she flies. They set up this sort of, like, elaborate thing. Like, oh, I'm going to come as soon as you do. And <laughs> so women just don't work like that. Right. Um, it's, it's more... Um, I mean, maybe if it's with a partner she's very comfortable with and they've gotten... You know they've got some sort of routine down, but even then it's it's somewhat unpredictable. And her saying like, "Yeah, I'm going to come for you," in prospect, it just feels
1: sort of. I mean, it's just obviously performative. If it, you've uh, in the past mentioned this idea of, and I think it's a good idea that someone maybe a listener could go implement. They won't because our listeners are all just sit at home beating off. But the. You've had this idea that for sporting events, you could have alternate tracks, alternate audio tracks. So like different you could you could have like a bunch of different people. You know, yep. they have for football, they now have um, Peyton Manning and his brother, who like yeah. I have no I've never listened to it, but I, I know that exists.
0: Yeah. You could Simon have alternate cast.
1: tracks. Right. So that you don't have to listen to like uh, my wife hates uh, Tony Romo. Romo. Yeah, she hates him. Yeah. Uh, and so so for example, so you could imagine that, like these porns I think would be substantially better if you could just replace the audio. Hmm. So, just have some people in like a studio who just record audio that's just not this. Yeah, but I think different people would have different preferences. Right. But you could change out the audio so you could make, you could take one porn and make like, and make a lot more people happy with it and, and rid the world of this like problem of like, cause I like the visual in this porn.
0: Anyway. Do porn directors have intuition on this? Like, do they know what like the most people like?
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure this one's just videoed by them. Uh, yeah, that's your, a good point. Question, I have, like, I think the answer got to that kind of has to be no, because professionally produced porn, I think is, it's is really hard to consume for a different reason, right? It's just so performative. It's so like the women whimper in this way that's not believable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I've yeah. complained many times before about this. So like there's this middle ground that I prefer. If um, you...
0: Watched Pornhub logged in. Would it eventually learn your preferences?
1: And it learns even if you don't log in because they cookie your browser. So it does, it, but uh, only
0: for that session.
1: No, no, uh, sorry, I mean,
0: sorry. Yeah, you don't use it computer. computer browser. Yeah, I Why use. Why would I Google. do that? I don't know. I don't like having my porn viewing in my browser history. I know you don't care.
1: I actively like it because <laughs> it's just like fuck you. Like I don't. I I'm showing to everybody that I don't care.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know who like, everybody like a, is. The viewers of your internet history.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's an alpha move. To like. I mean, fewer... Google
0: has it, right? It's on their server somewhere.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, have you, have you ever considered like? Maybe let's they can say serve you, you better ads. Right. Let's say you were one of these dudes that had like a basement full of like jerk off devices, and then you died. Of course, you'd say, well, "I don't care what happens after I died. Fine." Right. All, like somebody's going to find all of those things. Like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's an alpha move. You're like, look, fuck you. Right, like this yeah, is this who is who I my, am. This I is my own hobby. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I've got a dildo behind my bed. Like fuck <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> right. All right, let's move on. Um, so this was on the Tinder subreddit, and mm. this person wonders: Have you guys seen dating emails? Is this a new trend? And this is the uh, person's mm. profile. Uh, it's actually from Hinge, and the prompt is: The best way to ask me out is by this person wrote, sending me a full-day proposal to blank at gmail.com. One-page limit, creativity, d- detail, and organization will get you bonus points. Heart emoji. Introduce yourself and your intentions. My time is an earned privilege. Smiley face. And so this guy... This is a this woman guy writes, saying this. Yeah, of course. Okay. This person writes, this is an extra entitled one, so take this with a grain of salt. They're not all this bad. But I do think it's weird to do this, and I've seen a couple of these now. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Um.
1: It's a trend. I don't
0: understand why women don't do this more. Like they have infinity people effectively throwing themselves at them. Why not create a super fine filter and see what comes through that filter
1: and try dating only those people? I think that, um, I don't think that would work. And I'll tell you why I think that, uh, I, I mean, why don't they do it? I mean, here. You have some women at least sort of doing it. I think it would not work because those things create a massive incentive to um, game to game the system. And so I think that you would exclude guys who are just like, look, I'm not going to spend time on this. And you would include guys who are like, yeah, this is all I do all day long. And so and so I think they would you disagree. So go ahead. Yeah, I do disagree. Um.
0: I think that because they have inf- effectively infinity people throwing themselves at it, any filter is still going to have infinity people.
1: <laughs> what, what what's the goal? That, that's important. The actually. goal You're, is so
0: the problem that women have is they have infinity people throwing themselves at them, but every time they go on a date, it's awful.
1: Okay, but 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 I, I just want even more meta than that. What are you assuming the goal, woman's goal is to get married or something?
0: Yeah, to meet. I mean, they're on okay. a dating app,
1: so okay. don't. My advice to women: don't use dating apps. Dating okay. app, like you're you're, you're already right. going to lose if you're on a dating app. If you if you seriously want to get married, I think that, like I I'm confident a dating app is a bad way to do that. I yeah, mean, like do it the old fashioned way where you like join things that like yeah that are like you have interests and like you meet people in context and stuff like that.
0: Okay, well, fine, that's great, but setting aside that for the <laughs> sake of this conversation, all right. Um, you're on a dating app, and yeah, I mean, I think the problem is they don't vet the candidates well enough. And the and the reason why they don't is because it's impossible. There's too many candidates and differentiating between them is hard. So why not make them jump through 20 hoops? Yes. Well the argument
1: I'd make is the same one I just made. That some men you're, will you're, like yeah.
0: some men will self-select out. Maybe the best ones would self-select out, but I'm not sure that's true. I think if you're a 10 and you say something like this, I bet some 10 men will go through the Go, go through the effort because they know that they're going to shine in
1: such an exercise. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what, what the woman's looking for. I just think that you're going to essentially select, I think anything, any complicated process you make like that, you're going to essentially select for professional daters. Like you're not, yeah, you're not going to get guys who are want, who want to get married. You're going to get a guy who's like, oh, this is a fun game to play. I just say, yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical that like that will that will accomplish if if you're well, I, I don't know
0: if that's right yeah. like let's say there's
1: yeah 10 men
0: who date around a lot and 10 men who you know just signed up for hinge you think that the men who date a lot are more likely to respond to this not it depends it depends because i think you, i think it's just orthogonal i i don't think that you're i don't think you're accidentally filtering out and even if you are, you could say like, yeah, you could ask questions that would filter out. Like you can make one of your questions. Have you been on dates with more than five new people in the last year? And if the answer is yes, then just exclude them.
1: I think this is sort of isomorphic. I mean, something I have more experience with is interviewing people for a job. Yeah, And it's, I, I think it's sort of isomorphic to that. It's like, look, you're going to get, yeah, you can make a really complicated thing that people have to do. And maybe, okay, if you're the only one doing it, if you're the first, okay, maybe somehow it'll filter but the problem is it's going to get gamed. This is that might that would be my concern is whatever you do look what was this it was write this like complicated thing about the day you'll plan look they'll just they'll just be like the, they'll be circulating online or the person will write one and use it for everyone or whatever it, somehow it won't it, I mean it's difficult to systematize a thing like this. that, that would be my sort of challenge to to, to it working. I guess you could say, "Hey, most people don't do it, so obviously it hasn't gotten systematized yet." Although this question implies yeah. it's happening somewhere, I don't think that's.
0: I think your mind always goes to like some sort of end game where everyone's cheating, and I just don't think that's how people behave. Like, I think especially people in their twenties or whatever. Uh, like, if you created something that had like a twenty question filter you know, like a Google doc, a Google form, or if you like asked people to write you an essay that had like a non-standard prompt, I think you would basically uh, fix the problem that they have now, which is every single person they swipe on has already swiped yes on them. And so they have this infinite supply of dudes that they can't differentiate at all between. They all seem fine. Um, And so you want to create like some new, Filter that
1: maybe it's too stringent, but again, like <laughs> infinity times anything is still infinity. I understand um, your point. I mean, I, yeah, I, like th- I think your, your point is well taken. Uh, maybe, maybe an analogy would be uh, college admissions. You know, so there are colleges. There are a lot of colleges experimenting with now with getting rid of uh, the SAT and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and what you know, what they really like is for you to write an essay. And um, there, I mean, whatever. There's data that suggests that. Selecting people for a college based on essays is just random. Well, you know, it's probably great, even more so now with ChatGPT, right? Yeah, it's sort of hard, but I I I, I get your point. You're basically saying, look, uh, okay, these women have go on dates with guys who appear to be low IQ, like really low, or something. Like they go on, they go they go on the date, and the guy just isn't able to communicate. Like there's some problem, and there's some filter you can put in that would sort of ideally get rid of those. And so writing an essay or something is a reasonable thing there. Um I would just be concerned that there are a lot of guys that are high value. I mean you could ask them to take an IQ take test with some sort of hashed score so that they couldn't cheat on it. And well this gets back to the thing that I always argue that like the dating platform should should just be linked to the guy's bank account and look at what his W2, you know, how much money he gets every month. Yeah. Because that's, but, like, but that's the same as an since IQ that test. That doesn't exist. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I hear I just you though don't I don't mean, understand I, yeah.
0: like so many attractive women's profiles are like just pictures or a few pictures and like really lazy profile text. And the woman is just like, her opinion is like, why do I need to make like a better profile? I'm just going to get more people inbound. And like my argument would be, you should make the absolute best profile you can possibly make. And then also have some sort of really stringent
1: filter and then date the people that uh, yeah. pass the filter. I just don't, I don't understand why women, uh, let me just, I know this will maybe irritate you, but back to this other point I made at the beginning. I don't understand. I mean, so you have, you have Grindr. So when you have two men, what do you wind up with? A dating app, what's us quote unquote dating, that's just, look, we're going to fuck. Okay. Yeah. When you yes. have a man and a woman, you have something that's kind of in between. You have a profile, they care a little bit more. When it's a woman and a woman, is there like a Grindr equivalent where they're really just, you know, looking for love? Oh. Uh, like well, it's like I mean, it's like to me, it's like look, like the, the evidence to me suggests women don't get a lot out of this dating app thing. <laughs> men do, because yeah, men just want to fuck. Right. But it's like, look, if you want to meet someone you like, yeah, you have to get into an environment where you spend, I don't know, 25 hours with them. I and think that's men,
0: tricky. I think men just want to fuck and except for when they get surprised by a woman that's compelling to them. Or the woman plays <laughs> plays a game in such a way that denies sex to him or Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Makes me want to keep coming back for more sex. It, it's it's tricky. If you
1: if you knew a woman who wanted to get married in the next like five years, would you seriously say? I mean, I, I guess I would suggest everything, all of the above. But I really think I would suggest like not using, you know, at least trying joining. Maybe maybe everybody just sits on their computer in their bed all day long nowadays, so nobody does anything. If I but were I just feel an attractive like, you know, woman, I would. I I mean, here's some things I would
0: try. <clears throat> I am a professional dater. And so like, I've tried everything you can try as a man and okay. i baby tested things. And if I were a woman that were like that, there are basically, there are very few men who are like me. There are even fewer women who are like me because they have probably an infinite supply of potential dates. Yes. But if, if my problem was that I was, I had an infinite supply, but the, um, you know, the goods were plenty, but the, the goods were all lame. Um, I would try a bunch of things so like i might say like you know include your linkedin on your first message and if they say they don't have a linkedin fuck off by um or i might create a website that actually had like a form with various things they had to fill out like you know what was your sat score where did you go to sc- college like what was your family life growing up what was this what was that like you know how do you feel about israel palestine Uh, What do you think about astrology? What do you think about, you know, like I might do all these things (laughs) and then like, yeah, I, the question would be, so by doing that, if I did it right, I would get it so that all of the men who make it through that filter are eights and higher. The question it would be to me, and this is the thing that I would need to experiment with is, do I get rid of the nines and tens? Like, do I create, I, I do raise the ceiling, but do I also, sorry, I do raise the floor, but do I lower the ceiling by creating these hoops? Because a similarly yeah. high value man might just be like, fuck this, I'm not going to bother. I'm not sure. I, also, well, I yeah. would need to it's experiment. Not... I don't think, my intuition is that a high value man would be like, holy shit, this is this is obviously a high value woman like look at all this stuff she's put together like this website is awesome I've I would have curated my photos and written stuff that was like you know painted me in as good of a light as possible
1: um and comes across a little weird and compulsive though too right I mean it's like this you know it's like oh okay so when we when we plan our wedding she's gonna have some crazy website she builds anyway go on yeah yeah I would find that attractive but yeah uh, some people wouldn't
0: like I yeah I I like other weird
1: and compulsive people ok, ok. yeah, I just think I just think that um you know with you're talking about basically signaling mechanisms. So, for example, you know you go to you you go to a job and you find out there're these you know ten people and they all have degrees from Ivy League colleges or they all went to Stanford Business School or something. And so you assume, hey, they're all really smart, and then you or whatever, they're all really compelling in some way. And then you get to know them and you realize actually most of them aren't. And so you could call it gaming the system. You can call it whatever you want, but it's tricky. It's it, it, like, yeah, to, to figure out who the nines and tens are requires a, a lot of time, unfortunately. And so it's like, well, I feel like it's better to do that in the context of like, hey, I want to learn to fly a plane or I want to learn scuba or I want to, I don't know, like some activity you think, where you then meet people. You
0: do know, you think
1: life. if you could
0: only date people who were like attractive uh, summa cum laude graduates from Ivy League schools that they, on
1: average, wouldn't be more compelling, it would depend on what their major is, obviously, so if they were an anthropology major or uh, sociology, then but let's say like, you want you want to say like natural sciences summa or stem of? stem or of whatever course, sure, of course, they would be more compelling, of course, yes,
0: so I mean, you concede there are filters that yeah, yeah and and so there are for men as well, I'm sure that's right,
1: yeah, for sure, it's just it's i just, just don't
0: a, I just don't understand why people
1: aren't experimenting with this. Yeah, I mean, I think dating apps. I can't. Are tricky.
0: Like, if I did this, I would get zero matches ever. I well, already get
1: hardly any matches. Right. It would have to be the woman that does it. That that makes sense. I I mean, I think there's merit to your viewpoint. I don't like. Yeah, I think I th- I hear what you're saying. You're basically saying, yeah, they, they they could get some mileage out of this. Right. I just think that you. I don't know that it would work. And it's not that they would. Yeah, like this this notion that oh, it's they're they're gonna. I'm saying game the system. You're saying like oh, they're they're just gonna use trickery. It's not exactly that. It's that. It's that the person who makes it through a filter like that isn't always who they seem to be. Or, yeah. Know. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to something a little
0: bit more lighthearted. Um, this post has been removed by Reddit. Uh, have
1: you noticed an increase in removals of posts? From I was Reddit? banned. I was banned from the Oakland subreddit because I, compl- I, I did. I asked on the Oakland subreddit. Oakland is just. Dumpster fire, but I, as in, like, I think everybody <laughs> in the country knows that, and like, uh, people, people actually reach out and make fun of me because our In and Out has closed, our Denny's closed. I mean, who cares about Denny's? But it's like they're closing because of crime. Yeah. Anyway, I posted just to say, hey, um, this happened. Uh, I know where my stuff is should I call the police like what should I do like I know where my stuff is should I just go try to find it and ultimately I decided to do that and and I got some useful feedback because it's like yeah obviously the concern is that like it's in the burglar's house and you're going to get killed you know yes that's where my Uh, mind went when you said that you recovered it of course but I mean luckily it was just on the street and I was able to sort of check that but yeah and it was in a neighborhood that wasn't it was a nicer neighborhood so it was a little weird anyway I got banned because banned like I can't ever contribute to the community again I got banned because you're not allowed to talk about crime Uh, and, and then I said, well, you know, I, I wasn't just saying, I wasn't complaining. I was actually asking, I think a useful piece of feedback. And then they said something like, well, since we've, the moderator replied and said, since we've instituted this, the subreddit has grown 50%. Now, one thing that's curious about that is that the Oakland subreddit has like, it's like almost everybody in the town is on the subreddit. So you wonder what that means. Like maybe there's just a bunch of, I'm not sure who's on there. And then they basically said something rude to me. Like, you know, you won't be missed. Uh, So yeah, I think there's like a, I think there's a, maybe it's because X and Twitter has become free speech, Reddit's becoming like no free speech. Yeah. Is that where you
0: were going Uh, with that? Like this sort of. No, no. I think the sex subreddit might have new moderators that are more, being more doctrinaire about rule enforcement.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Um,
0: But I remember, because I looked at this today, I remember what the post said so it was a woman and her question was does thrusting come naturally to men and she was saying that uh she would use a strap on and i don't remember if it was with a male partner or a female partner but she was saying that like yeah like her hips got sore and you know how do men
1: you know have the endurance to like continuously thrust
0: if you watch
1: strap on porn and regular hetero porn it's obvious the women there's something anatomical there that makes it much less um, maybe it's because it's a strap on but it makes it less easy for the women. It's obvious hmm. they're sort of it's awkward that's what I would say they're awkward when they do it anyway yeah.
0: The first response here was the reason to include this in the first place. This guy says, when I get turned on, the urge to thrust is massive. Even if I'm not hard, I at least want to press my dick against something. If I am hard, that still feels good. But the urge is to press it into something. And when I'm inside a woman, the urge still doesn't go away. It wants movement. But more than anything, it wants to thrust deeper. And that urge simply doesn't go away. When I start orgasming, it, gets, it just gets even stronger. It's a very nifty way evolution has selected for a trait that almost guarantees men not only finish inside, but also as deep as possible to ensure successful breeding. It doesn't matter if I'm balls deep in her. It's not enough. Nothing will ever be enough for it. It wants more. I will instinctively dig my toes into the mattress and push with my legs while grabbing her and burying my tip deeper.
1: That's thought, not what I experienced, but go on. yeah. Uh,
0: what is your it's experience? A
1: well, that's a little much. I mean, I think that, yeah. I mean, generally, look. I mean, the 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 vagina is tighter around the opening, and your the head of your penis gets really sensitive. I mean, that's so that's how it works, right? I mean, it's you so you want to, it's it's sort of uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. You want to go deeper, and then yeah, there is this sort of general uh, urge to push in. But I don't think that you know you're trying to bury your you know like. Get your whole pelvis in there or something. I don't experience that. Huh? I felt like
0: this guy's description was like fairly. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it jives with my experience.
1: Yeah, I think that I, <laughs> I think that my experience is I try to do whatever feels best.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think what feels best is being as deep as possible.
1: Well, not necessarily, because if you because if if you go so deep that they had you know this might. Be a size differential thing, but if oh, you go so deep that the head of your penis starts to like rub against structures in there, it could like uh-huh. it's fine, but it could like you know be too sensitive again. Yeah, you could control angle. Well, you're 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 coming while that's happening, so it's trying kind to of tricky to yeah. You don't have that much time to to, to adjust. <laughs> I hear you though. So okay, do you actually? You're saying you dig your toes into the bed to
0: no, but like the notion of like. Uh, like trying maximally to get as deep as possible this sounds, yeah, yeah. That 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 is my experience, and I think he's right that that is, uh, wait, evolutionarily wait, wait, wait. Se- selected for, and probably most people's experience.
1: So while you're orgasming, you you only go in. You don't go in and out at all. Like let's say you get yeah, it's only in, and then you get maximally deep, and then you just hold it there. Yes. Really? Yes. Huh, yeah, I don't. I I think, I think, I, I, here's what I'll say to you, Keith. I think there's more pleasure available than that. (laughs) I think there is. I think if you move back a little bit, you might get more, a little more pleasure. You don't want to pull all the way out like you're trying to get a cream pie on the lips or something. You're not doing that, but just Uh a little motion. Yeah. I think you're missing out. All right. I will, I will report back. How do you do that when you're getting a blow, though? Same.
0: Like being as deep as possible when I'm coming is nice. But you could cause her distress. I, well, that's unfortunate. I agree. All right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, and so when you're masturbating, do you like put your fist right up against your groin and kind of put, you know, make it so it's like as deep as possible when you come? Same thing.
0: No. Masturbation is, is different some somehow.
1: Yeah. Do you keep stroking or do you stop while you're coming?
0: I think I stop. Uh, I don't, I don't think I do.
1: Uh-huh. Like to get that. I like to. Get, I need to. I need
0: to pay. Take this as a note to pay more attention. Yeah,
1: I think there's a little more pleasure possible. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll
0: pay attention next time I masturbate, which will be within a few hours probably. Because of this conversation, we turned him on. Uh, no, no. it would have happened regardless. All right, let's move on. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, the cowgirl orgasming's person. All right. Hopefully, this one hasn't been removed. All right. Uh, This person says they can only come by humping. I'm a 21-year-old female, and I can only orgasm by having a guy's dick inside of me, then basically grinding so my clit rubs against him. I've been told that this doesn't do anything for the guy, so I just feel really selfish and awkward when I want to do it. Like, How do I bring this up to any partners, and does it really just feel like nothing to the guy? Uh, I've had two partners that can get off reliably that way. Maybe more. Two that I remember. Sure. Um, and I don't think it does nothing. I mean, it's kind of nice to be used in that way.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, I, well, I think, I think one way women, know, one tip off to the woman in this case is that often the guy becomes less erect. During this and, and I know this, it's not yeah. just I, I have this experience, but I also it happens in porn rel- somewhat reliably. Yeah. That when this is happening and then she withdraws it a bit, uh yeah. they have a little bit of a challenge. A little, yeah, I think
0: um, you know. she needs to like angle her like pelvic floor forward a little bit to get like maximum yeah. pressure on her clit, and then the angle that causes in the vaginal cavity is not as tight or pleasurable for me
1: i yeah the way i've intr- i've always thought it's it's not I, that might be right I've, I've always thought it's like it's it's just angling it's it's somehow making it so that <sighs> having the i don't know maybe it's not as opportune to keep the erection as firm or something it's it's sort of it's a little bit of an awkward angle i don't yeah but it could all it could just be that it's not as tight that might be right actually yeah the and reason also I, the grinding thing doesn't do much for you because it's not thrusting go ahead
0: the reason why i brought this up is yeah, this would, it, it would be my expectation that women can mostly come from that position or from missionary where, yeah, I'm like using my pubic bone to grind, grind against her clit. And I think those are like probably the two most reliable ways that women can. They're not, they're not orgasming from the like, penis and the vagina. It's a, as you, one
1: might expect, it's from pressure on their clit. Yeah, that's the normal explanation. Although I saw a nice debate somewhere on Reddit this week because somebody was saying, well, the clit's external because then during childbirth, it would be painful if the clit was in the vaginal canal. But then somebody said that there are are plenty of animals like hyenas or something where the clit is in the vaginal canal. (laughs) And then there was some debate about whether that means childbirth is extremely painful for these animals. Who knows? Yeah. It may not matter. I mean, honestly, childbirth's already really painful. So, I mean, I'm not sure it's like. We're also going to stab your clit simultaneously. Would it make it actually that much worse? I don't really know if it would make any difference, but yes, practically speaking, this is where the the anatomy is, and so that's what that's what needs to happen for the woman to get there. Typically, yeah. Um, the I know w- another uh, thing that I don't like in porn mm-hmm. that I think people should talk about more, and maybe you like it, is pretty common for uh, porn to have this cowboy cowgirl position, and then the guy starts thrusting rapidly upward into her. While she sort of hovers. hmm I don't like that. Do you like that?
0: Do I like seeing it in porn or does it feel good?
1: Either I don't way, know. actually.
0: I don't think I like either. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't... It's weird. I don't... Yeah, so when you... You probably do nut often from a woman on top or sometimes? Is that, sometimes. Is it typically her motion or do you have to start doing this other activity? Of, it's probably me. Okay, so you have to do that to kind of get yourself off. Yeah. Yeah, that's...
0: I think I I, it's probably happened where yeah maybe if she like sort of leans back that gets pressure in the right place I don't
1: know I'm not I'm not sure. Okay, so it's it's rare for you to be able to get there with the woman on top like that. Yeah, my experience is similar. Yeah. Yeah. So so in some ways it's like in a lot of ways it might just be a bad position for most people. It's not often listed as like a best position. Like usually people pick missionary or doggy.
0: Yeah, I think cowgirl is often hard for the women on her on her knees or squatting too like i think it could be sort of tire tiring for them
1: well squatting super difficult but even yeah. on her knees sure right and yeah it encounters. by the way did did you answer the question of whether you've noticed that like when women thrust in porn with a strap on it looks sort of awkward oh uh
0: i don't I i almost never watch lesbian porn
1: And I definitely don't watch porn where like a guy's getting pegged. That's
0: not compelling to me.
1: Well, I wasn't going there. I was going to the lesbian side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. It can be. There's something about
0: the like absence of a penis that makes it less. Oh. Uh, I can't put myself in the in the room.
1: That's true, but I mean, I sort of like the. Yeah, I mean, that's just the. Yeah, I mean, two women is nice.
0: I mean, I. It's not that I've never watched
1: lesbian porn, and to the
0: extent I have. I guess, yeah, I have like some shadows of memories of it, like being sort of awkward watching women pretend to fuck something, but I don't have like strong opinions or.
1: I have to say that I think part of the awkwardness might just, I've, I've wondered whether it's just because they can't, they have no tactile sensation. So they don't know, for example, oh, it's about to slip out. They don't know how yeah. to, depth to do all this kind of stuff. It's... Yeah. My guess is that getting the angle is right
0: too. Like they probably wear the strap on like slightly higher than like the penis is actually attached. I'm not sure.
1: Could be. Hopefully, uh, once Neuralink becomes fully productized by Elon Musk, uh, there'll be some way for women to get the physicals and tactile feedback from a strap-on. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, okay. This person, this is going to be short. This person says, during solo masturbation, how do guys avoid making a mess when they come? Now, we've touched this uh, a bit, um, but I wasn't really satisfied with like where our conversation went last time. So when I masturbate... Um, mm. I normally use uh, I mean a, here we go a, a t-shirt of... a t-shirt what or a pair of
1: boxers because I like the material that my boxers are made out of um wait just so our listeners understand because this is not a thing that you ever see in porn or chatterbait or anything he means that he's actually rubbing the boxers or the t-shirt against his cock
0: yes i use i use it to create a sheath and mike speculates this is because I have a very tight circumcision. Circumcision. You have so your brother in law look at it. That <laughs> he's going to hear this. <laughs> he's going to message. Yeah, just... me. I don't need him, him to look to tell me that I have a tight circumcision. Well, I've maybe seen... there's
1: something they could do. They could loosen it up. They can. There is surgery. Well, maybe there's something simpler. I don't know. Something maybe simpler. You could, get... you what, could like botox it. Maybe putting putting lotion on it every day. No botox, man. You just you just get that skin a little loosened up. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how the surgery works. I got Botox on my cock. <laughs> Your scrotum would, would just be totally uh, relaxed all the time. I wanted to make my,
0: my my scrotum is no longer as expressive as it used to be. <laughs> um, yeah, I got Botox on my cock so that my masturbation could be better. Um, yes, but anyway, so I use this material <laughs> to create sort of a sheath around my penis so that it's more comfortable to stroke. And, yeah, I really dislike this. Uh, look, it sucks, but but a a positive consequence of this is I basically have a semen catcher. Um,
1: and so no, that's not a positive consequence because <laughs> it's, your, it's your clothing. That's a neg- that's, that makes it worse. Like imagine, <laughs> have you ever had anybody as an adult that did your
0: laundry? I was worried that this is where this conversation would go. So yes. now you always do your own. Well, I mean, as an adult, I've always done my own laundry, and okay. as a And when I was younger, I think I wasn't as, I think I probably
1: used my hand more then. But. So basically, all of the kind of, let's just say all of the fabrics in your laundry hamper that are this kind of acrylic or this nice sort of, you know, like running shorts or something, all of those have semen in them.
0: Look, it sounds weird when you put it that way,
1: but it does come out in the wash. I know. It's just your laundry hamper is a real uh, house of horror. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I am pretty careful to do my own laundry because of this. Do you use, you don't have, but you live in an apartment building. So you have your you have some sort of coin operated washing yes. machine. So yeah. that means somebody else yeah, is but like then nobody knows. sloppy seconds. Yeah,
0: but, every, but I mean, what do you use to wipe up your semen? Oh, use toilet paper, paper towels or toilet
1: paper. Yeah, yeah. I see. But okay, so let's go on. So you, so you, you use this thing, you rub it up and down, or side to side, or whatever, and then what yeah. happens?
0: Well, so my question is, I know what I do because I have, yeah, I have the semen catcher, and it, it's sometimes some leaks out, but then I just wipe uh-huh. it up with the T-shirt or
1: the or whatever I'm using. Um, I thought that. Wait, I thought that you. Okay, I was under the impression that you have you you always masturbated at your desk, and that you put a line of toilet paper down the desk i guess whatever <laughs> distance you think you're likely to shoot that day and then you would stand right. up while masturbating and nut onto the toilet paper it, i i, did, I do do that, that so, i do do that sometimes and you have to know in advance if you're going to do it this way because you have to be cut it up because you got to get the runway out yeah okay so what's what's so your what's your question now what do you do like what oh, what's okay. the yeah i mean i think what i
0: i sort of you know. avoid getting it on my hand too because you know, there's the protective sheath separating my hand from what. What is the opening in the penis called? Oh, the
1: meatus. The meatus. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, the yes. Okay, but you don't have this developing. this
0: luxury or detriment, so. Does it just well, go everywhere a, and then you, you know, some gets on the floor, so you Kleenex down there and some gets on your desk, so you Kleenex down there, or some gets on the sheets and you Kleenex what? there? Like, where does it all go? It's not
1: like a geyser. Well, hang on, <laughs> hang on. It isn't like said a geyser. Be, you said before that when you're nutting, you kind of mimic, you don't stroke anymore and you mimic kind of, this really sounds I like said, weird. I don't know if I stroke anymore. I, I took Jesus. it as a note
0: to pay more attention.
1: Okay. So uh okay. I mean I've you're masturbated sure. thousands of times in my life. You'd think that like I would Let me it. ask you this. Let's let's just ask the question this way. When you're when the semen starts coming out, can you see the head of your penis or not? With your eyes?
0: I guess. I mean I'm normally looking not at sure? whatever content I'm looking at, not my
1: penis. Well, I'm just wondering whether this fabric is covering it or not. That's it. Sometimes it is. Okay. Okay. It's so like I, I said, sometimes some like squirts out. So let's say you're with a partner. Mm-hmm. And, and this is getting going somewhere this is going to I think elucidate my what I do All right. let's say you're with a partner and you uh, have been inside of her and you pull out and you are close or whatever and you're going to masturbate yourself a bit you sort of move up a little bit on her body so like maybe you'll nut on her stomach okay. mm-hmm. you don't get I assume that at that moment you don't run to your hamper to get some fucking <laughs> shorts you're like hold on right You you, you use the lubrication from her uh, genitals to make your hands slide yeah. lusciously along your cock. Okay, and then sure. you, and then you nut onto her stomach. Let's say, Same. and it kind of goes in a pattern that everybody's familiar. People are typically familiar with the typical semen pattern. It looks like a puddle, and then maybe smaller puddles further down her stomach. If it's depending on how far you shot. Colloquial okay. map of Hawaii. This is what I do. Right, like the entire experience is like that. It's simply using my hand. Yeah, but where is it landing? There are two. There are two possibilities. One is I could. Have it land on an object, like like what you'd talk about, like a, the, the toilet paper covered desk uh-huh. uh, or't you cover
0: your do you, you don't cover your desk in toilet
1: paper? My desk is made of glass, uh, uh-huh. and so uh, I would be inclined just to nut on it and then use like a lysol. Okay, so first, tube. you wipe it up, you
0: sop it up with toilet paper, and then you and then use I would actually paper yeah, towels and lysol or whatever.:
1: No no, I have like a these like I have them right here, like these um, wet wipe things that can, you can I see in. them? Sure. I'm going to tell if you're lying. You'll notice not. that it kills okay. the cold virus. It kills cold and flu viruses also. Oh. There's these Lysol things. You can buy them like at Costco or whatever. Yeah. And there's like a huge tub of them. OK, so that way, because, yeah, you don't want like residue on your desk. OK, uh, that's gross. I agree with that. OK, the other option is to just sort of nut on your stomach. Right. So you're just sort of sitting there and you, you know, which I think is very, <sighs> very common. I know. Actually, I know it's very common because if you watch the men on Chatterbait, this is what they all do. There are no men on Chatterbait that do what you do, Keith. Yeah, you can just watch for research. Like, there's no guys with their gym shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that. I'm not, Actually, I shouldn't be shaming you because I, I, I don't. It's I actually, not my I'm fault. Around. No, I right. I agree. I, I think like I, I'm pretty anti-circumcision because of stuff like this. Like, like basically, yeah. Your only other choice is to like use like a lube, right? Yes. Or one of these Dick Tickler toys in the shower.
0: That, I've yeah. mentioned this before, but uh, hair conditioner works
1: pretty well. The problem I've had it's more viscous than shampoo. You can get like stuff into your meatus. Yes, and I don't it like stings. that. Yes, right, and often it gets kind of frothy around. So it, it, it's actually
0: there's tons of problems. Sex in
1: the shower is generally bad, but it's bad for
0: masturbating too, because I mean I can't really look at content. I mean I could I can like prop up my phone, but then my yeah. phone gets wet, and I don't like looking at content on my phone anyway.
1: It's just a bunch of reasons why it's not ideal. You don't like watching porn on your phone because the screen's too small, so the quality's too low. Yes, That's the issue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually normally agree. I actually masturbate agree with at that. my
0: desk, but if I do, you you can't do this because you're married. But I live alone, so sometimes I masturbate in bed, and I'll put my laptop like on my lap, sort of like above my penis.
1: And wait, what? Oh, oh, so you're and, shooting like my your semen like that? At the laptop's back. Yes, but I have I have the sheath, so it's not an issue. So you you're sort of like some sort of I'm imagining some kind of Mister Magoo, like like myopic, <laughs> like you, It's like you have right because you have the laptop quite close to your face. Yes, when you're
0: doing it, it it's much it's closer to my face than I would prefer, um, and especially I have a 17 inch MacBook Pro, and I used to have a 15 inch one, and the 17 inch screen is better for most things. Um, in fact, for watching content in bed, it's generally better, but usually I can position it lower on my waist, but my, my cock is so long that I have to
1: move oh, okay. my, <laughs> I've never done my that. Computer. I, so, so I'm, I'm imagining this. So the problem is you can't really be seated. Then you need to be lying down, right? Yes. I'm lying. Yes. So you're lying down in bed. Your head's like a propped up on a pillow. That's a little yep. uncomfortable, right? Yep. Yep. And your kind of your arms are like, it's almost like you have Like you're one of those people, like uh, who who has really short arms, like some sort of because you're 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 having to like type really close to your like like basically the laptop's almost on your on your chest. You've got the
0: right you've got the right image here. Yep, that's a little
1: weird. I don't think that sounds uncomfortable, but
0: I mean, I've had years of practice,
1: so that were you prefer that to just sitting and having the laptop sort of in a normal? No, I I would say
0: I do the lion's share of my masturbating at my computer desk, but
1: but when you're sitting in bed. Why wouldn't you just put the laptop below your scrotum, sort of on your knees and your thighs, and masturbate toward I, your stomach and I sit think up?
0: When I masturbate, I have, I think when I lay in bed, I often have my legs bent and my knees up. Okay. While you're masturbating, or just always. I think generally, but probably including when I masturbate. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't. I, just say, I like, couldn't put my laptop on my thighs. Also, the content yeah. would be so far away in that circumstance.
1: I would prefer it to be too close than too far. But you can like full screen it. I mean, how? how yeah. I have good so, eyes. Mike. Wait, 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 wait! You really should buy an Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> that's what this is going. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, I think. You All right, listeners, that if you want to. Send us thirty five hundred dollars. Is that what it costs? the The issue isn't the money. Actually, it's that they sold out. Like they they sold out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get them. God. There was a somebody walking down the street with one the other day. There you go. There was there was a funny video of some guy that I saw. of Some guy who got an early one or something, and he said he just talked about how much he loved it, and then like it's a close up on him using it, and then they zoom out, and there's just a bunch of Kleenex behind him. (laughs) Just clearly just beating off. That's good. That's the truth. Yeah, it's the
0: truth of that device. I don't think I need more immersive content. Like, I feel like I've gotten used to my computer screen and my laptop screen. But if I was a billionaire, like I didn't love wearing the Oculus for porn. Although I never tried to actually masturbate because that's the thing
1: you were in the room with me. Yeah, Um, uh, yeah. If I was a billionaire, I might consider giving a bunch of these devices to homeless men. It'd be kind of funny thinking that it would what. Oh, there'd just be men everywhere on the streets beating off to them. I mean, that's already, if you walk down Mission Street. It'd be much, much funnier if they all had Oculuses on <laughs> or, or Apple Vision Pros on. It'd just be like, it would just be a really funny, like the sort of zombie land thing. Yeah, yeah. dystopian the future all right
0: that'll do it for this episode of your mileage may vary you can send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com that's ymmvpod at gmail.com we pay ten dollars for any and all feedback received so give us your payment platform of choice cash out paypal whatever and uh yeah we pay ten dollars for feedback uh thanks for (laughs) listening to the show and we will catch you next week on your mileage may vary
1: Je vais, je veux et je viens Entre tes enfants,
0: Je vais et je viens Je me retiens
1: Non